Good day, everyone, and welcome to another edition of Just Fish Outdoors. I'm your host, Dale York, and I designed Just Fish Outdoors to focus on freshwater lakes and streams and to provide information, tips, and techniques, along with how-to segments for catching everything from crappie to catfish. We will also provide tips on equipment, tackle, boating, and much, much more. All of this is aimed at helping you catch more fish and have fun doing it. So join us each week as we talk about my favorite subject, fishing. Also, that'll bring us to our special feature. You know, we're facing the tremendous heat of summer. Many anglers, uh, you know, they feel the heat and, and, and so do the fish, folks. You know, we're looking at, uh, you know, 100-degree days Many anglers, uh, between the combination of our uh, extremely hot days, uh, the water skiers, the jet skiers, and and just the overall tremendous amounts of traffic on our area lakes, uh, many anglers put up their rods, uh, you know, maybe until later on in the fall when the cooler temperatures hit. Uh, But uh, I can tell you folks from experience that, uh, you know, sometimes can be as hot as our temperatures our Oklahoma reservoirs, they can get hot for bass fishing. They can get hot for striper fishing. They can get hot for sand bass fishing. Uh, you know, sometimes it's it's not a real, you know, real good time to go fishing for some people. But uh, I guarantee you, you can catch a lot of fish right now. Uh, you know, when our Oklahoma reservoirs get this hot, talking about bass, uh, you know, bass are no different than the rest of us. You know, they uh, they seek out any opportunity to find cooler water, shade, cooler temperatures, and, and that can just mean a myriad of things. You know, whether it's under vegetation, whether it's hiding in standing timber, uh, whether it's the shade of a boat dock, or in some cases positioning themselves deeper in the water column. Uh, you know, the bass are still feeding actively. Uh, you may need a you know a couple of gallons of water and a wet towel and and uh, you know <laughs> might even do what I've done in the past on on some of these real hot days. Uh, I've even been known to uh, you know jump off the boat in the water and uh, swim around for a few minutes and crawl back in the boat and take off fishing again. So uh, you know anything's an option uh, when it gets this hot. Uh, but I guarantee you the fishing action can be great. As with any change in water temperature or seasonal changes. You need to adjust your tactics. Uh, there's several methods for catching bass. We'll start off with that during the during these ridiculous hot dog days of summer, and, and we're going to talk about a couple of them here in just a minute. You know, one one of the things that uh, you you really need to do is you know you need to prepare for these hot days. You know, you need to make sure you hydrate yourself. You need to make sure that you got plenty of stuff to drink on the boat. Need to, you know, need to have some cool ice with you and just take a few precautions if you can. One of the things we'll talk about, like I said, is, is, is we'll talk about summer bass fishing. And one of my favorite techniques to do this time of year is, is looking and using your sonar to find deep water fish. Uh, you know, using your sonar to locate fish that are, you know, in excess of 15, 20 foot deep. These fish have some characteristics that make this r- really a fun thing to do. Uh, they're easy to catch. Uh, you know, by using your electronics to, to find these things, you know, you can be extremely effective. Uh, 
And some of the things you want to look for is you don't necessarily want to find a big school of fish. Sometimes if you find a large school of bass, you'll have a hard time getting them to bite. And usually the smaller schools uh, or even the single or double or, or triple fish that you find uh, will be much more effective and much more aggressive sometimes than finding, the, uh, than finding a, a lot of fish. Uh, another attribute you want to look at is something that uh, I've noticed over the years of catching many species of fish doing this, not just bass, but many species. You know, the, the closer the fish is to the bottom, uh, the better the chances of you getting bit. Uh, the higher the fish is in a water column, uh, it just seems to be more of a negative mood fish. So you you definitely want to try to concentrate on the fish you find that are that are very close to bottom because your average your percentage of bites will definitely go up on the percentage of fish that you're fishing for. When the fish are located, when you find the fish, what I do is I immediately drop uh, a three and a half inch Jean Larue sweet swimmer grub down to them, and I rig that grub on a quarter or three eighths ounce head. It, it just kind of depends on how deep the fish is. And, uh, you know, if you don't have a lot of standing timber, you don't have a lot of cover, uh, I use just an open jig head. I, I don't use a weed guard or anything. Uh, and then what I do is just barely yo-yo that bait up and down in front of that fish. One of the things, one of the keys is, is to get that bait down quickly to the fish and vertically fish it. Once you get it down there, then... Uh, you know, like I said, yo-yo that bait vertically, uh, only moving it, you know, maybe three or four inches at a time. Uh, and then what I also do is I don't spend too much time on that fish. You know, if I'm on top of that fish and I and I drop that, uh, that sweet swimmer down to him, I may only fish for that fish 15, 20, 25 seconds. And if he doesn't bite, then I'm off to the next one don't spend too much time usually you'll get bit pretty quick once you get that bait in front of them and you'll find using this method that uh, you know like I said uh, the fish are much more aggressive than what you'll find you know beating the bank sometimes trying to find shallower fish you can just really have a blast doing this uh, and now along with this you're going to need a, a few little things here uh, one of the, that, the pieces of equipment that you're going to need on your boat to perform this technique effectively is, uh, is a Lowrance HDS-equipped unit. Uh, you know, these Lowrance HDS units, especially the Gen 2 Touches, are absolutely phenomenal uh, for finding these fish and disseminating targets uh, that are very, very close to the bottom. But these Lowrance HDS units, you won't have any trouble telling, you know, if that fish is, is just, you know, an inch or two off the bottom. Uh, you're you're going to know it's a fish, and you're going to know that uh, that's something you need to be fishing for. It is a true target. So, uh, you know, get 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 to your nearest retailer and check out some of this Lowrance HDS equipment because it is absolutely awesome. And, and uh, you know, I wouldn't even think of doing this if I didn't have this stuff on my boat, it, it does make that, that much of a difference. Another key to success with this technique, you know, is to, is to get that lure down to that fish quickly. You need to get that fish, that lure to that fish as quickly as you see them on the sonar. And, and to help with this, what I, what I recommend is a, a small diameter line on a spinning rod setup. 
Uh, I use six eight in some cases ten pound test line uh, on a medium medium light spinning rod six and a half six eight six ten quarter or three eighths ounce head. Uh, will get that lure down to that fish very, very quickly, and that's what you want. Sometimes using this method, you'll experience some line twist, especially if you're fishing this lure all day long. And uh, one of the things you can do on that is is you can tie a small barrel swivel uh, to your uh, to your line and put that uh, uh, put that swim swift swimmer on there, and and it will uh, reduce that line twist significantly. It's so critical that you get that lure down there quickly and it's so critical that you don't hop that lure sometimes uh move it vertically a long ways you know just move it three or four inches or sometimes they want it you just shake the lure you don't necessarily move it uh it's it's more uh, more of a shake than it is a, than it is a hop let the fish tell you what they want you know w- when you start working some fish try several different techniques and see which one produces a bite. Try several different colors. Uh, sometimes a color will be a key to triggering those fish, and some colors will almost make it more neutral than anything else. So, uh, you know, think about that as well. One of the things you can do is you can you can take your Lawrence HDS unit, and I've talked about this before. Uh, before you go fishing on these days, uh, you can go sit in your easy chair. Or go out in the garage and, and turn this unit on and start picking some of these spots out on your unit before you ever go to the lake that, that you may want to try to locate some fish on. One of the things to pay attention to when you when you get on the water is uh, field what I call the field of interest. Or you know when you're when you're idling out of the, of the boat ramp and, and starting to look on your unit. You know, kind of pay attention how deep the shad are or how deep the fish are. Where is the thermocline? You know, these these bass won't be below the thermocline. They'll be slightly above the thermocline or a little bit above that. And, and that's uh, probably where you're going to find your most active fish during these high water temperature days. So pay attention to that on your sonar, what you're seeing, and you need to react and adjust to that where places you're looking for fish or active fish you know if you're seeing a lot of shad uh, if you're seeing a lot of activity of fish you know in let's say 18 to 20 foot of water then you know if you can find you a creek channel or a a bend a twist uh, a cliff something that uh, maybe comes up to 18 or 20 foot of water but immediately drops off the water to a deeper hole uh, then uh, you know that's that's one of the key places to start looking uh, another thing to really, really, really take in consideration here, folks, and I can't stress this enough, many, many of our reservoirs, uh, you know, have hydroelectric situations where they generate water as the temperatures get hotter and hotter and hotter. Uh, you know, they may generate water all day long starting at, say, 7 o'clock in the morning and not shut that generation off till maybe 8 o'clock at night or 9 o'clock at night. And that current flowing through our reservoirs will actually put those fish in specific areas. You know, they'll position themselves in such a way to take advantage of that current and have the meals brought to them, you know, meals on wheels, so to speak, and instead, of, instead of them having to go look for the, for the meals. So, uh, you know, take some of that in consideration, too. You know, fish, fish those downstream or, or the down current sides of some of these points and some of these bends. 
And, uh, you know, sometimes that's that's the key to, to finding active fish that uh, will definitely tear you up. So, uh, you know, pay attention to all these things. Uh, you know, can be absolutely awesome time to fish. We just have to, you know, refine our techniques, kind of back up and punt on, on maybe where we were fishing or what we were fishing earlier in the year and and go to some of these deeper pockets you know your deeper fish are always the more aggressive fish and in many times throughout the summertime they're the more predictable fish you know if you can find four five six seven spots that these fish gang up on starting in uh, you know maybe late june or mid-june depending on what our summer temperatures are many times you can run that racetrack of those six seven or eight spots and find fish on maybe three, four, or five of them all the time. So uh, you know, it's it's very. It can sometimes be a very predictable situation, and uh, you, you know, you you can get out there and take advantage of that. It's almost like a, a spring spawning type scenario where you you may have a favorite spot in the back end of a creek or a cove that you go fish for because you know the fish are there every year. Hey, it's the same thing in the summertime. It, you know, you can find those. Uh, those gold mine spots out there on these lakes, and you can catch fish there every year. You, it, you know, it just turns around like clockwork. Another thing to consider here too is that uh, you know this method works on other species. Uh, you don't have to be bass fishing if you're hybrid fishing, if you're striper fishing, if you're sand bass fishing. This technique works equally well on all of those. Uh, you know, there's many times I've gone up, say, on Skytook in an afternoon. I live fairly close to Skytook, so, uh, you know, it's uh, it's very uh, easy sometimes for me to get a couple hours fishing time in when I just have a couple hours to go fishing. And, uh, you know, one of my favorite things to do is not only go up there and smallmouth fish, which I dearly love, but I also go up there and, and uh, will uh, uh, chase around the hybrids from time to time just for a couple hours. And, you know, this technique works equally well. I mean, you can get out there on these uh, roadbeds, on these creek channels, on, on these long points, find these fish that are close to bottom, <clears throat> basically almost throw the same thing. I mean, you can throw these three-and-a-half-inch sweet swimmers uh, and the Jean LaRue and, and put this thing down in front of those hybrids, and I guarantee you, uh, you will get bit. Now, you know, one of the things that you've got to understand as well when you're doing this is many times the bite is very, very, very subtle. I mean, it it is almost like, I, I don't know how many of you have ever perch fished out there, uh, but it's almost like uh, perch fishing. I mean, the bite is very, very light. And, uh, you know, you just don't realize it until you set the hook and then, you know, you have a screaming mess on your hands with one of these five, six, or seven-pound hybrids that is just smoking down the lake doing her mile an hour. You know, the size of the fish is not indicative of the of the size of the bite. The The bite can be very, very, very light. It's just a, you know, many people describe it as a crappie tick. I mean, it's just a crappie tick. When you're down there fishing 25, 28 30 foot of water even though you're sitting right on top of the fish you know that just that water depth dulls that bite coming to your rod tip so uh you know pay very very close attention to to what that uh, rod is uh, what that lure is doing now 
down there and, and what that line's doing attached to that lure. You know, sometimes you may hop that jig up and it doesn't fall. I mean, you'll just see a little curlicue of line up there on top of the water. So, you know, you need to pay attention to that. I'll, I'll never lose contact with that bait. Uh, even vertically fishing, do not lose contact with that bait because many, many times that fish will hit that on the fall and, and if you if you've lost contact or have loose line with that lure, you'll never feel that fish eat that thing, and they can spit it out almost as fast as you can jerk sometimes. So you know, pay pay attention to that as well. You know, for sand bass, same thing here goes again. You you probably won't be looking in water as deep as what you're looking for with your hybrids, uh, within certain exceptions. Uh, Ten killer is one of those exceptions, and, and sky took can be one of those as well. Uh, the bigger sand bass seem to be deeper, and in many cases, uh, the bigger sand bass and sky took uh, are as deep as the hybrids almost. So, uh, you know, where you find one, you'll find the other. So, but uh, the technique remains the same. You know, the first thing you have to do is is find an area where where there's fish. And then you have to fish for these fish, and you have to fish for several different uh, locations for these fish. You may find a fairly large school of fish or two or three fish, drop down to it, nothing. You may fish another area, find the same thing, drop down to them, nothing. You know, but sooner or later, if you do enough of these, you're going to find a spot where there's enough of fish that someone's going someone's gonna to eat your grub and and then the race is on sometimes you can catch several of them in one location many times you can catch several of them in one location and don't forget you know it's very very important to uh, hit your gps on on your lawrence hds unit mark that waypoint where that fish is or where you caught those fish uh those fish many many times are relating to something that perhaps you're not noticing and, uh, you know, kind of document what time of day, what time of year, what the water temperature was, keep good records, and uh, you will be surprised over a period of time uh, how often you can come back to that specific location and catch fish uh, matching those same conditions. Uh, you know, it's, 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 it's all about sometimes good record keeping, and uh, you, you will, uh, it will pay off big time, I guarantee you. But, you know, another thing to consider, too, as well is, you know, this even works for catfish. You know, you may want to change the bait maybe more to live bait and or cut bait, but uh, you can go along and find these uh, catfish areas and, and drop the bait down to them on, on uh, you know, maybe a quarter or three-eighths ounce sinker and uh, do the same thing. You can You can literally just sit right on top of them and catch them. Uh, or you can drift through them. You know, you can find a school of catfish many, many times and get up wind of them or, or up current from them and then put your baits down and drift through them, dragging these baits through these fish, and uh, you, will, you will catch fish. Uh, it, it's, it's really not that difficult. Uh, you, you just need to spend some time, and I can't emphasize this enough either, you know, this is all about reading electronics and finding the location. And you, and you need to be able to understand and read your electronics, understand your electronics, what it's trying to tell you. And you need to have 
some good quality electronics on your boat that will go a long way in uh, helping you understand and do this technique uh, and be very, very successful at it. And uh, like I said, you know, the combination of uh, uh, the Ranch HDS equipment will, uh, will definitely help you out there. And, uh, you know, if you have some questions about uh, maybe purchasing which, which unit, which models to purchase, you know, how to use it, how to set it up, whatever, feel free to drop me an email. That's J-S-T-F-I-S-H outdoors at J-S-T-F-I-S-H dot com. Just Fish Outdoors at JustFish.com. And I'll be more than happy to try to help you. You know, I, there's there's people around and other resources, not just me. Uh, we'll uh, We'll try to answer any question you may have. Uh, we'll definitely try to help you out with with your purchasing decisions and any, anything else that's going on there. Set up, uh, you know, which unit do I need to buy? How do I need to set it up on my boat? Uh, there, there's many, many, many models that uh, Lawrence produces uh, that that uh, will fit almost every budget. So, uh, you know, just uh, like I said, send me an email. I'll be more than happy to help you out there because that's that's kind of the hinge pin of this whole thing. It's not only the rod, the reel, the line, and the lure, which is very important, but it's also that hinge pin is the electronics. If, if you don't have good quality electronics, then, then you're going to have a big problem doing this technique and making it successful. So don't forget, folks, send us an email. Tell us how you like the show or how we can improve on it. Uh, if you have a suggestion for a topic, let us know. We'll try and put a show together for you. Uh, if you would like to know any any more about Just Fish Outdoors or anything we can help with, just drop us a line, justfishoutdoors at justfish.com. Uh, you can also find us on Facebook at Just Fish Outdoors. You know, you can send us email through there as well or send us a message, and you know, I guarantee you we'll answer it. Uh, we, we get some of those and, and are proud to get them. Uh, folks, don't forget to get out and enjoy one of the many lakes or streams we're blessed to have. Folks, thanks for listening. We appreciate it. This is Dale York for Just Fish Outdoors saying we'll catch you later.